The underdog is howling. This is Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Week 13 is here. Feels a little earlier, a little discombobulated. Uh, rankings show last night. Uh, I know we're usually here on Wednesdays, but we're here earlier in the morning uh, to try and get you guys set up for the holiday. If you guys got some drive, listen along with the wife or the girlfriend on the ride. If you got a little commute. That's exactly, little, that's exactly what they want. They want, bit, they want. they want to hear us for an hour. I heard, I had one tweet today. A guy said he was, he was, he had to vote down the Christmas music with the wife, uh, decorating, getting ready. So he said, you know what? I'm going to throw on. When's the podcast coming? Well, if you're maybe, looking, the, if maybe you're, we'll be big with the female listeners you know, and for the maybe, holiday and season. You know what? If, if, if the missus there wants a nice uh, little Christmas gift, maybe she needs to let him listen to the wow. pod and we can. Cash talks. Exactly right. Cash money monies. Uh, I also, if I have time, I went to see uh, Creed 2 last night. I have a review if we want to do that in the end. Okay. I haven't gotten out to see a movie in, in a while. No? No. You don't get out to movies in football well, season? We, yeah. Right. Gosh. <laughs> how many, all right. How about this? How many movies have you fallen asleep to on a plane this season? Um, None. None. I uh, the, the, last, the last movie that I watched on a flight was was Three Identical Strangers, and it okay. was awesome. All right. I wouldn't really call it a movie. I'd more of a, a documentary that you need to watch. It was I, – I hadn't how – how I didn't know about this story is beyond me. It was just unbelievable. Just watch it. All right. Got it. Uh, you'll be on a plane Friday? Friday, 5.30. A.M.? A.M., Columbus. BDL, DTW, CMH. All right. Uh, I'm sure they'll be waiting for you in open arms in Columbus. Why wouldn't they? What a different – when's the last time Michigan was favored there? Probably 2000, right? Or were they were they favored there in, in... – 06, no, right? Troy no, Smith, no, right? no, no, 2000. Because 2002 was the Ohio State wind up winning the title – and they were a small favorite, so 2000, I would gather the last time they won there was wow. 2000. I would imagine that would be it. Uh, we'll do, we'll do, definitely do some. Actually, I have all that information here, I believe. That's, That's why I'm asking yeah. you, buddy. Teeing you up. Uh, Michigan hasn't been favored in the series since 2011, but yeah, a 2000 game was. You, 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 want, you want me to give you the Ohio State-Michigan spread tids right now, or do you want to wait? Uh, we'll wait. I okay. just wanted to, I was, thought you had it off the top of your head. My bad. Um. All right, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go – we got a ton of picks. I call them office pool picks, Bear, because, you know, we get, we're all – obviously, everybody's in an office pool. Mm-hmm. Pick them, you know, a, yep. you know. I got a bunch of those that I'm not sure if I'm strong enough to put in the column, but right. I'm going to I'm gonna give them out for the people on the podcast, you know, you're holiday, a good man. holiday uh, edition. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and try and keep this podcast in order of games this weekend. So, obviously, we got some action um, – Last night that happened. I know. Uh, I, had, I had a couple of texts last night from from buddies asking about matching, and I, I should have sent out tweets, but I, I feel bad. I'm sorry. So I guess they asked him like, "What do you?" I had someone text me asking about like ten point teasers with matching. Like I, I don't know if he had one open. I don't know. So Jeez. I said tease Miami of Ohio down to seven and a half and tease Western up to sixteen. So Miami of Ohio, confusing. Good, team. good, good for them, man. Getting to a ball game. Yeah, start. Uh, I'm watching that Army game earlier this year. They should—they were good. Should have won that game. But uh, yes, correct. Watch out for them bowl season. 
Yeah, they'll, uh, they, 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 while the MAC has not necessarily had great results in bowls a couple years lately, ago they had they scared the crap out of Mississippi. Yeah, State, they, they yeah, yeah, they, they're they're the they're one team in the in the MAC that I could, depending on the matchups, good quarterback. Um, all right, so what we're gonna do? We got games Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Plenty of importance in all these games. I know that the slates haven't been great to watch, but what we're going to do is try and tell you why you should watch because you're going to have a side or a total, um, and 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 get this week thirteen right. We need we need some juice. I got plenty of juice. I got a list of a bunch of teams here whose games hinge the season win totals hinge on this week. Whoa! I want I want to know the person out there. That's holding Texas State over three and a half on the year and needing them to pull home upset over Arkansas State to get to four. Color out that barcode and tweet us that ticket. I need to see Texas State over three and a half because you, my friend, should be taking I want to I want to know who's got your boy Ehlers and the ECU oh. Pirates over three. Can they pull the upset over Cincinnati to get to four? Mm-hmm. Like that Doubtful. over. Doubtful. Like that over. Uh, all right, so here we go. I want to know who's got Colorado <laughs> over five, and you look like you were golden. You start oh. five and zero, oh, and you fall in just off a cliff. And I don't think you have. And a I don't think you're going week. to. I don't think you're going to Berkeley and winning. No, I don't. I think got so. a bunch of these games, by the way. It's so much fun. Who's got Maryland? I do. There are three. There are three games this week where the total hinges on the result for both teams. Wow, is Penn State one of them? Nope. Bucket. Penn State's already under. They were not Indiana, in the Purdue. Bucket. That's a bowl game. Egg Bowl. And Texas Tech Baylor. All go one Yuck. way or another depending on who wins and loses. Wow. Who uh, says there aren't things to talk about this week <laughs> and it's not a great slate? Uh, so let's do it. Um, let's go Thursday night. Uh, Egg Bowl, Mississippi State at Ole Miss, 730 ESPN. Tune in. It's going to be better than the NFL game. I promise you. Uh, I'm taking. Are there like seven NFL games on Thursday now? Three, three. Yeah. Um, speaking of zero. ten team teasers. Um, well, don't worry. I got another. I got. An, I got another money line parlay for uh, you this week. We'll, by the way, way to bury the lead, Steve. Um, what are we like twenty seven and zero? <laughs> if we go with the parlays, hey, I should have been doing this eight earlier. And by twelve the way. or twenty, right? Or eight was that? I, last think thir- I think one was thirteen. Twenty one and zero. I'm just gonna put that in your yeah. in your record. Because they put that in your Christmas stocking. You only stocking. get one win for that that those money line parlays. Well, I, have, I haven't been adding those to my column. Should I add them to the column? Why not? Nah, I'm not going. That's, that's, that's people right. know. That's not right. Um, it's it's awesome. Uh, and you have another one. How many teams? Uh, one, two, three. I got eight. Eight. All right. And then potentially, potentially, potentially a ninth. Eight. North Texas is, is kind of up there in price. And uh, so I don't know. I don't know if there'll be a money line on a. I was going to say it might not be worth it. So we'll keep, we'll keep it at eight. All right. Uh, that coming uh, after Brad Edwards uh, will join us. Old friend, old roommate of, of the Bear, uh, old guy for me on College Game Day ESPN Radio. Uh, when I used to produce that, he's still doing that show. Uh, we're going to talk rankings with him and just just get some stuff out there. Guy, you know, we look at the rankings. Obviously, you know, people don't know what to say because nothing's happening in the top, but. Uh, We'll try and get some thoughts out of Brad and, and maybe a pick on uh, a, a scenario that he laid out for us last week on Twitter. Um, all right, I'm going Egg Bowl. I'm going over 59 between Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Um, I've talked plenty this year about Ole Miss and how I just don't think much of their defense at all. Um, 
I think Mississippi State is really finding their ways in the running game. I Obviously, Fitzgerald's had the throwing issues, accuracy, a big problem with those. But I think Moorhead's found a fine line. And, uh, you know, I, I just think it's a good mix. Uh, Ole Miss is just going to throw deep balls and nine routes all day. Figured they hit a couple of those. Um, last year was the huge upset because yep. Fitzgerald got hurt in the uh, third play. Yeah, it was bad. Um, and Ole Miss got a huge win. This one's in Oxford. Uh, I think points will be plenty. I could see the winner of this game, uh, scoring high 30s. So we're going to go over uh, 59 in the Egg Bowl Thursday night. Tough beef for Ole Miss last week. That, oh, oh I mean, brutal. I, I think they kind of got screwed. Yeah, I don't know how you overturn yeah, that. I mean, it's what, what was clear about the overturn. Full disclosure, yeah, I, we we needed Vandy for yeah, we have under four and a half, but yeah. but it, what that basically did was eliminate a position where you could hedge this week in like a toss up game against yep. Tennessee. So um, right. that was tough. I don't have anything Friday, but I can um, Saturday. I have a bunch Saturday. Yeah, uh, we're going to hold off on Oklahoma because we're going to talk that with the big games at the end. Saturday, uh, Nooner, Tallahassee. I got a couple of Nooners. There. Yeah, Tallahassee. Let's go Tallahassee. Uh, Florida State uh, winning the way they did last week. Oh, late, uh, long touchdown pass to give them hope uh, to get to six wins, to keep that ball streak alive. They have really done very well uh, against the Gators lately. Five in a row. Yeah, and, right? and offensively, Florida has really struggled against the against the Knolls. Mm-hmm. Gators are up to six and a half. You you, you want to lay six and a half with that offense? I saw it when it first opened Sunday. You know those openers. I thought I saw four. Yeah, it's gone. I was up. like, all right, I like four. I, I, I'm, I'm, and now six and a half. Yeah, six and a half. I seen at Westgate and yikes. In, in that game now, now that you got you got a chance to. Like salvage a little something out of the year to beat your rival again, get get to a bowl game and and maybe have a winning season. Maybe I'm, I'm sure whatever guys are draft eligible like they did last year uh, in that bowl game would sit out. But it's an yeah. opportunity for a lot of guys to to play and and a chance to end what what appeared to be a really. I mean, there was a point where they were looking at like four and eight. Yes, but they won a couple of games and give them credit. Uh, for for doing that, and I think they show up, and whether it's good enough to win Saturday, we'll see. But I'll, I'll, I'm I'm definitely on Florida State uh, plus the six and a half. What do you think that crowd's going to be like? I think I think there'll be a lot of Florida fans there, but but I, but I do think the fact that it it means something now for them if they can get to six, and it is Florida who they can't stand. I I, I think I think. It'll be close to a sellout. Will be Will there be a noticeable empty area of the stands? Yeah, I think there will be. Yeah, I, I think there so will be. So. All right, that's that's what I was saying. Florida State. I know, I know what you guys are all about. Um, but a chance to salvage some things, and and obviously, not a by the a way, successful season Gators need want. to win that game to go over the eight and a half. Wow. See, I like Florida to win the game and not cover now well, with six and a half. So you with Florida State, sir. Uh, circle back real quick Thursday night. Um, what old school Chris Felica? Getting after it, not having to work, just going for to take all in game day atmosphere. Would you rather be in Pullman or Morgantown? <laughs> I've been thinking Ooh. about these two places for months. I would say Pullman. 
close. Wow. Real close. Just because of the rivalry history there and the fact that they haven't beaten them in forever and they're favored and what's potentially at stake for them, if they were to win that game, be completely off the hook. Well, it'll be completely off the hook in Morgantown if they win that game. I, I just think that the, just the rivalry in itself would make the Apple Cup just a little bit of an edge over Morgantown. I've thought about this a lot as I was, you know, we were in Pullman. I'm sure you have. Um, they're two of my favorite places in America. And there's way, way more nervousness in Pullman. There should be. Way more. There should be. But the mentality of the people. Yeah, there should be. You know, Morgantown is just going to be, like, not as... <laughs> Morgantown will be more similar to what it normally is, but it's that good. It's that crazy. They're that awesome. Yeah, you know and, what I'm saying? And, and, like, they I don't, I don't want to say Washington State fans aren't real, but no. West Virginia fans, like, I remember a couple of years ago when Oklahoma went up there and kicked the crap out of yep. them. They booing, leaving. I mean, that, they, if the ship's going down, they will get on their team, yes. like, forget it. Correct. So they, so they do know how to enjoy themselves, though. I, I love both those places for that. So I can't wait. That's a two TV night. Absolutely. You got, you got a feel on Oklahoma, West Virginia? I told you, I love Pullman. I love Morgantown. But I think both teams are going to lose. I'm sorry. Hmm. You'll say you like OU minus the like two both, and a half? I like both road teams to win on the field. I, I vowed after last week that I'm not going to disagree with you again because... Purdue. People were mad. I know people were. People mad. said it was they like worse than hearing your parents. So I, 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 I'm not going to go. I don't want to go on record as officially disagreeing with you, but I, I kind of. Who do you like better? If you were going to differ on one pick, one or the other, which one do you like more? If I had, if I had to differ with you on one of them, yep. I would differ with you in Morgantown. You like West Virginia? I, I, I would. I, that's the okay. one I would. And I know OU's dominated the series, but gosh, that defense scares me. Which one? Oklahoma more so. I just especially on the road. West Virginia too. Um, I they couple of those lulls, anyone. man. Uh, I know, but yeah, I know. Gonna, they might score sixty. That's why I don't want to officially disagree with you because you know, <laughs> a we don't like doing that, and b I don't I don't have a, a total absolute strong conviction on it. Okay. Uh, all right. So let's do that. We did the night games from Friday. A little, a little uh, discussion there. Oh, you, oh, you need to win, by the way, to go over ten for the wow. season as well. They That's pushed right. Ten and two. They were ten. That's right. And I believe they pushed. No, two years ago, I think it was. Um, all right. So you gave you, you got a little egg bowl there. You got a nooner from Bear at, on Saturday. A uh, couple leans from me on Friday night. I have one more Friday. Um, you know what? I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't lie. Friday does matter because of my money line parlay, so I should probably rip it off on the Friday segment now, right? Throw it out there. Let's do it. Cincinnati, big favorite against East Carolina. Ohio U, big favorite against Akron. Texas, Friday, favorite. They're not losing to Kansas. Okay. Missouri, big favorite against Arkansas. Almost gave them out. Toledo. Big. Not not going to lose. 
Georgia, they're not going to lose Georgia Tech. FAU needs a win to get bowl eligible. They're going to win this mm-hmm. week. And Louisiana Tech against Western Kentucky, who I also like minus the uh, the 10.5 as one of my regular picks for the column. You, you look at Western's last three road games, lost by 26, lost by 19, lost by 19, and, and La Tech needs that game to go over the win total as well. So eight-game money line parlay this week. Cincy, Ohio <laughs> U, Texas, Missouri, Toledo, Georgia, FAU, Louisiana Tech, and if North, you have a money line on North Texas that can get you a couple of extra bucks, they shouldn't lose to UTSA either. Okay. Roadrunners, not a good year. Uh, all right, so you got plenty of picks there. Um, let's do this. Let's go. Let's talk to Brad Edwards, and then we'll give the rest of our picks on the back end along with a little uh, discussion looking ahead to, to, to the Bears weekend. Um, we'll be back right after this. We welcome in Brad Edwards, uh, College Game Day, ESPN Radio. You'll be home this weekend. Next week, Charlotte, ACC tilt. Never know. You're already. Uh, are you are you shaking your head because yeah. of the weather possibilities or the game? No, the game. <laughs> the game. Look, I you know Pitt just lost an offensive lineman on top of what a mismatch it already was, mm. and it's nothing against Pitt. I mean, it, Clemson's a Clemson, mismatch for nearly anybody. Clemson against anyone in that conference <laughs> is a complete mismatch right now. Correct. Uh, totally agree. Um, wanted to have you on, obviously, to discuss the the rankings playoff forecasting. You know what looks ahead. I also want to get to uh, a thought I heard you talking about last week in your Alabama kicking game. Uh, yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to uh, get your sense on that if we have a, a critical third or fourth down early in the Iron Bowl. Um, but let's look at last night. I mean, obviously, the top four doesn't change. Um, the 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 Tension is building. We haven't had anything what we've had in years past from a, you know, shake up the rankings, upsets, you know, double-digit dog winning on the field, shake things up. UCF's up to nine. LSU's, say, you know, at seven. Georgia, Bear, I know you've been on this one. Let's start there. Michigan four, Georgia five. Your thoughts with that, Brad? I would have Georgia ahead of Michigan. I just think they're a little bit better team. Now, does it mean anything in the grand scheme no, I, at least not that I can see. Uh-huh. I mean, ultimately, Georgia's going to have to beat Alabama to get into the playoff. And that's you know completely independent of whatever Michigan does. And, and so uh, while I may think that Georgia's a little bit better, the fact that they're five instead of four, it's not really going to make any difference in the long run. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm surprised that it's, it almost feels like there are a couple of assumptions being made. I, I think there is the assumption that Georgia's going to lose to Alabama anyway. And why, why, do, why put them four now? And, and I wonder if there's almost a little bit of Big Ten champ has been left out of the playoff the last couple of years. And subliminally, even though there's turnover in the conference, in the playoff committee, that it's like, eh, let the Big Ten champ, the leader right now, let's put him there. But I think you can make a case, like you said, that Georgia is a better team than Michigan on the field. If you look at efficiency ratings, Michigan's 12 in offense, Georgia's three, defense Michigan four, Georgia's six, schedule, Georgia has a slight advantage. Strength of record, Georgia has a slight advantage. Top 15 wins where the committee usually like will value wins against two teams they think are good. Georgia's got two top 15 wins away from home against the committee top 15. Michigan's got one at home. So I'm using a lot of their own criteria. I'm surprised that Georgia at least is in four for right now. I think people are holding on to this preseason perception that the Big Ten is a really good conference. Yeah. 
Because we thought before the year there were, what, five playoff contenders I think in the Big were, Ten? Five, were there five of the top 14 in the yeah. preseason? Ball so yes. so yes. L- let's yes. go through them. Ohio State, even though they're still sitting there in contention, I don't think there's any question they've been a disappointment. Not nearly as good as people Wisconsin? thought they would be. Wisconsin, not close. Penn State, not as good as Michigan people thought. State? Michigan State, definitely not as good as people. So who has Michigan beaten Iowa. in the Big Ten that you would prop up as this is a great win? I don't think there is one. I don't think there is such thing as a great win in the Big Ten unless you beat Michigan. So, I mean, Ohio State could get a great win this week. But, I, you know, and look, winning in Columbus is still a very good win. It's not like Ohio State's For bad. a team that hasn't won there in 18 yes, years. Yes, so th- But this would be, to me, far and away the best win that Michigan would have if they get it on Saturday. I, I don't know what they've done up to this point that you would latch onto on their resume. At Northwestern on a Saturday. Come on. I mean, look. Down 17 nothing. Hey, I, that's my favorite part. People be bringing up. Well, why were they down seventeen? Yeah, no. Look, and, and I, I, in, I one get, the, in one of the first games, I think Northwestern played without Larkin as well. Yeah, it yeah. might have been the first yes. one. I don't know, but but if you look at if you look at Northwestern, sure they've won. What is it? Fourteen out of the last fifteen in the Big Ten. Yeah. But look what they did out of conference. <laughs> exactly. I mean, seriously, look. I, I I realize there was a lot of fluky stuff happening in the Akron game, but for it, you, you first be, of all, you have to allow it to be do, close. Correct. Duke, Duke controlled that game from, from start, start to, finish. to finish in Evanston. Um, all right, so from there, let's go backwards. I have an issue with Wazoo being behind Oklahoma. Um, I think when you watch them, there's a there's a definitive difference. Wazoo, you could say what you want; they don't have any names or draft guys on their defense. They play defense, and also they've won games. Different in different ways, where Oklahoma just gets out and all right, let's roll the balls out. You guys got the ball, all right, we'll take it back. You know, like that. It was all set up to Cougat against Cal, and they won a low-scoring game. You know what Oklahoma's games remind me of is when you play like full-court pickup basketball, and after about five minutes, some of the guys who are like old and out of shape, they get tired. They stop running the floor. They stop getting back on defense. Yep. That's what Oklahoma's games look That's like. A great call. You know, and so most of the time it's like three on two, three on two back the other way. And that, that's, that's what it's been. I mean, you're right. I mean, with Washington State, I don't know how good the offenses are that they're playing against, uh, in some of these cases, but, you know, they had it, was it 19 13 against Cal? Yeah. I mean, that, that couldn't happen in an Oklahoma game. No chance. <laughs> I mean, they're 95th in the country in defensive efficiency, Oklahoma. 95th. There were 130 teams. They're 95th. And what were they, around 60 last year? No, I, mean, I, I thought last, before last week I heard somebody say they were better this year than they were last year. And I now don't they believe that. that. that hard I, I, don't, I don't think it was efficiency. It was one, it was one of the total big defense total defense. No, no, I would, I would go with efficiency. Yeah, just because of the rate, the rate stats with Big 12 games. And I think going into the playoff last year, they were around 60th. Which is bad, but this is a different level of bad. Yes, like so I think Kansas, they're worse. Defensively. Like Kansas was going up and down in a in a big spot, you know, where you know all eyes are on you. you how about an impressive so, win? So here's the question: I've heard people who are defending Oklahoma say, "Look, their offense is so good, they're going to score on anybody." So the defense is it's not as significant. Well, look, I, I I would question who has Oklahoma played this year. That's good defensively, especially if you start looking at uh, comparing those defenses to the teams they could face in the playoff. You know, Alabama, Clemson, mm-hmm. Notre Dame, Michigan. It, look, Kyler Murray has not been under pressure. He has a very good offensive line, and they're playing against. I mean, how many? You know who the best defense was they played? 
Well, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. It's Iowa State efficiency wise. Yeah. No, it's Army's oh, offense. Army, yes, oh, yeah. it's Army's <laughs> offense. Yeah. No, no you're doubt right. about it. You're right. Um, <laughs> but but no, I mean, I, I realize that um, that Texas probably has some talent. I would. I'd like to ask this to someone like uh, McShay, who who does this for a living. How many future NFL front seven players has Oklahoma faced the wow. entire season? The entire <laughs> season. Counted on one hand, probably. And, and, and I bet, I bet Alabama or Clemson, either one of those teams has as many on their roster the conference as, as, as everyone Oklahoma's played so far to this point. Absolutely. I totally agree. That's a great point. Now, in, in, with, with Washington State, I think a lot of it's coming down to a, the perception of the Pac-12, which, frankly, yeah, they, 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 they've made their own bed with some of those losses. Yep. But I'm curious to see what would happen if they do win the Apple Cup finally, if they do win the Pac-12 championship, and they're sitting there at 12-1 and like Washington was a couple of years ago when they had a terrible schedule and didn't beat anybody really throughout. Non-conference terrible. Colorado was a great win in the flu Colorado year. So mm-hmm. I'll be curious to see if the path for Wazoo is as simple as Oklahoma losing to, to West in Morgantown and Michigan losing to Ohio State. Do they then become the team in control of its destiny? You know what would really help Wazoo? I don't think it's going to happen. In fact, I'd be surprised if the game is close. But if USC could knock off Notre Dame. Oh, if USC beat Notre Dame on the same field where yeah. they beat Washington State, now all of a sudden, if you're the committee, you can't look at that as a bad loss, you know. And I don't think they look at it as a bad loss. No, but it's it, it's not. I mean, it's not what you would say. Still a, a double. They're still a double digit favorite in a game that they need to win to make the right. Playoff. Yeah, I mean, a, a team that's you know playoff caliber shouldn't be losing to USC this year, and that is their one loss. And I recognize there was some weird stuff going on with the officiating and replay and all that, but. Um, but yeah, look, even if USC played a really close game against Notre Dame, it would certainly help the impression of that loss that Washington State Did you imagine SC, they do win that game, six wins, two of them are against teams that are like in the top eight in the <laughs> yeah. country. They beat Wazoo and they beat Notre Dame. Oh, <laughs> uh, that, that, I heard some numbers that Notre Dame going into this game, did they lose in 1980? I don't. I don't know. I don't know I what for, year. I forgot it was. Uh, I, I do know this. I looked this what, up what? because because people love. I got one to say. I got one too. Okay. You, you go. You go. People and then love I'll go. to say, "Oh, rivalries." You throw out the records. Well, some rivalries that's true, and yeah. some that it's not. Um, I, I looked at. Uh, and the reason I did, I looked it up is because the top three teams are all playing a rivalry game this week against an unranked team. Mm-hmm. So I looked at it within that scope. Okay, top five versus unranked. Say Notre Dame has eight previous times been ranked in the top five against an unranked USC. They are four, three, and one in those eight games, and three of the four wins are by single digits. So Notre Dame, there's been a pucker factor with Notre Dame when they've been top five against an unranked USC. One team that's not Alabama. against (laughs) Alabama has had 16 times they've been in the top five against an unranked Auburn. They're 16-0. and Only two of those games have been decided by single digits. Jeez. To get back on your Notre Dame-USC, I actually had a similar thought, and I went back and looked at whether Notre Dame or USC either in the top five against an unranked opponent, and I, and I cut it off at 90, just kind of uh, a nice round number. Since 1990, six instances where there's been a top five Notre Dame or USC taking on an unranked Notre Dame or USC. The top five team won all of them, and only one 
was by by less than nine points. Okay. So recently, well, recently but, the upsets haven't happened. Yeah. So yeah, what I, I can I, tell I, you, I get in the seventies and the eighties. Yeah. And, and that that one game was nine a couple of years ago in two thousand twelve when but, Notre Dame was. But I can also tell better. you that on the other side, USC has never lost. Right. To an unranked Correct. Notre Dame when exactly. they were in the top five. And that's why right. when you're looking at recent years, right. more of those are USC in the top five. Yeah, you got, oh, yeah. You got, you got, you got on the road. On the Notre Dame side, there is a history. But you're right, Felica. It hasn't happened in quite a while. And, uh, and, and, and the other thing, too. It hasn't, been, it hasn't been that often in the last 30 years and, Notre no. Dame's even and been in the top five. And as a whole, five. we haven't had those big. No. The, this year, top five teams against unranked teams are 40 and 1. We haven't had. Last year, they were. 38 and 5. 2016, there were 35 and 6. We've had unranked teams pull big upsets the last couple of years. This year, they just haven't happened. And you got four this week. You got Alabama Auburn, you got Clemson, South Carolina, you got Notre Dame SC, and Georgia, Georgia Tech. Four of the top five against an unranked team this week. And they're all massive favorites. And I have a hard time seeing any of them lose. Yeah, the, the one that I would gravitate toward. First would actually be Georgia, Georgia Tech, just yep. because of Georgia Tech's offense. And Georgia at times this year has struggled against the run, but I don't, I don't see how Georgia Tech stops Georgia from Tech's scoring. Beat them That's last the couple of years in Athens too. Last yeah, couple meetings. But, yeah. I, but but Georgia would have to turn the ball over a few times because I don't see how else Georgia Tech could keep Georgia out of the end zone. Yeah, Georgia to me too goes into some of these lulls offensively. Uh, just one quick thought back to Notre Dame SC because I keep thinking about it and everybody keeps bringing up Notre Dame in 2012. Uh, you know, it's it's just not a, not a fair comparison. Um, I think not, for Notre Dame, I'm gonna raise. I don't have my number two pencil here. I have my pilot pen. I'm gonna say okay. that so fast, my friend, and raise that up to you. We'll get back to that. In a okay. Second. In 2012, there was I had an outside feeling. That SC could beat them. This year, I do n- no way. No way. I'm, I'm with you. I felt the right? same way going into that game. Like, there was a shot because that Notre Dame team offensively it was so challenged. Yeah, they they did have games where they had trouble scoring. And, and Brad, I've been saying this all year to people that just keep, and I, you know, it, it comes up again, 2012, Notre Dame. Oh, they'll get buried by Alabama again. It's just so evident to me, these people that don't give Notre Dame credit, they haven't watched them this year. Yeah. You know? Well, I thought numerically, Everything you said, I agree with everything you said. Yeah. And watching them numerically, the numbers don't bear that out at all. You know what? Notre Dame people, whatever you want, have opinion on FPI. Note right now, Notre Dame is sixth in FPI. You know what they were in 2012 entering the bowls? Fifth. You know what Notre Dame is number one strength of record. Fast forward this part. You, 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 you know what Notre Dame is right now in offensive efficiency? Twenty fifth. You know what they were in 2012 going to that title game? Twenty fifth. You know what they were are in defensive efficiency right now, eleventh. You know you know what they were in two thousand twelve. Top five, tenth. Oh wow! It's like a mirror image. Wow. Statistically, of the two thousand twelve team. Now, whether the results will bear out in the in the playoff once they get there after the win over SC remains to be seen. Yeah, I know what Notre Dame fans would say uh, if they understand how FPI works uh, and and these efficiency metrics is that with a small sample like we have in college football. You can't throw out games. And while a lot of people who look at Notre Dame now want to dismiss everything that happened pre-Ian Book being the starter, Mm -hmm. you can't do that. So the the 8-point win over Ball State, the 5-point win over Vandy, those count just as much as all the other games. That's part of what's holding them back. Right. Now, look, the five point win over Pitt doesn't look as bad now. As and there, the, the by time. the way, I did look. They're 11, 
with either Book or Dexter Williams in the lineup. So since the Wake Forest game, because Book didn't play, they're 11th in efficiencies with one of those in the lineup. So it it clearly has made a difference. So did you think some Notre Dame people were going to get on you? That's why you went back and checked it? No, I I, I just present – I said a month ago that when when before that stretch – uh, what was the game before? I think it started with Pitt. What, I was going to say, was it the game, like after the Pitt after? game, it was before Northwestern, I think, wherever they played on the yeah. 27th. Yep. Was it Navy it might have been that week? Like that stretch had come up, and I was like, they're going to win out, and they're going to the playoff. Yeah. So I've been saying that for a month, that they're not going to. I said it at the beginning of the year. So. I know, I know you know. Did, you Navy know. played on the 27th. Yeah, I think, I think it was before that Navy game. You so, and Trevor, by the way. Yeah. You and Trevor Maddich are the only two people who I saw with Notre Dame in the playoff preseason. Now, FPI, FPI, FPI really had liked them, Notre Dame. I FPI, saw the, that. The, and the, I... the playoff predictor had Notre Dame preseasons the fourth best chance to make the playoff behind Clemson, Alabama, and Georgia. No better that's than Ohio right. State. Georgia was. That's right. Um. All right. It's there, I mean, it just sucks. There's nothing to talk about with the, That's with the, the weird rankings. Thing. Well, man. well, no. I think even with Saturday's slate, like we we bagged on last Saturday, and rightfully so. But considering that there are a couple of good games on Friday, yeah, the actual yep. Saturday slate this week doesn't look a whole lot better than last week's. Now I, I realize that for name value, it does. Yeah. But when you start looking at point spreads, like I mean, Alabama Auburn is not. Alabama Auburn. No, you know, it's in South Carolina. They, CBS yeah, will like, sell it like it is, though. They, they will. There's no reason <laughs> to believe that game's going to be competitive. And and I'm surprised the point spread's as low as it is for USC Notre Dame based Me on too. the way that those teams have played. So I, I really don't see the possibilities for the upsets. I mean, to me. What about the Oak and the, Bucket? Outside of, out, outside of Ohio State and Michigan, I think the second most interesting game on Saturday, on is, Saturday. is LSU at A&M. That to me is the is the one I'm and that, next and that's most a weird looking number forward to. A and M, a three point favorite against a team that has absolutely manhandled them since they joined. Six the and zero, right? Yeah, six and, and like none of them really close, like in doubt. Mm-mm. No, and I I, I looked at that because all the one loss teams are begging for LSU to like get another loss, right? To get out of there. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think that really matters. So I, I think you're going to see a. If Wazoo wins the Pac-12 or if Ohio State, but wins. just for some clarity before Championship Week, I think yeah. that that that'd be that'd be pretty big. Um, who's the best three-loss team in America, Brad? Three-loss team. Um, We're digging deep. Yeah, we are digging deep. I don't have Florida this. is the highest no, ranked. There's no way no. it's Florida. Penn State, yeah. Texas, Kentucky, Washington, Utah, Syracuse. If I would entertain Utah, if not for their injuries mm-hmm. recently, mm-hmm. Um, I, I right now would be between Texas and Washington with the teams that you just named. I think Texas with Ellinger for sure. Yeah, I, I would agree. A couple of, couple of weeks ago, you asked this question, and I had said Iowa State, yep. and that's no longer the case. I but, said Washington yeah, then. I, 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 thought, I thought Utah was set for a little bit of a regression last week, uh, going on the road with, with Shelley as a starter for the first time. And for a half, Colorado did what they've done the last six games. Get ahead early, score first. Go into half, you're right in the game, and then absolutely lay down like dogs in the second half. Is it too easy to say you're more confident Wazoo will win than West Virginia? No. No, I'm more confident that West Virginia will win this week. Really? Than yeah. yeah, I, I How is it hard same. to have a lot of confidence in one Wazoo yeah. against a team that they haven't beaten in forever? Uh, because West Virginia's never beaten Oklahoma. Well, yeah, but so, it, so here's the thing. Okay, yeah, we, we all know the phrase, defense travels. Well, if that defense that we've seen in Norman the last two weeks travels to Morgantown, they're, they're going to lose. They've, it's 84. 
That sounds about right. I mean, that's, I know that's that's and, absurd. And, and, and if you're if you're West Virginia, as a, as a fan of either Oklahoma State or West Virginia last week, that game had to be incredibly frustrating to watch. Oh, you're West Virginia, thirty-one fourteen. You get four turnovers. You're up seventeen, and you can't hang on and win. Or if you're Oklahoma State, you're sitting there. Good grief! We've given the ball four times away. We should be winning this game easily, and then they finally pull away. But if you're West Virginia, after all of that, you could say what you want about their chances to get to the playoff. I don't think they were getting to the playoff, regardless of what happened last week. Now you're home, and you win. You win this week, and you still control your destiny to get to the Big Twelve championship game. You real. You lost the game, and you lost whatever slim chance you had the playoff. But in the grand scheme of things. You really didn't lose a whole lot. I mean, it's right there in front of you still. Yeah. No, it's crazy for me to think, though, that for all of the talk about Oklahoma this year, and, you know, they haven't missed a beat with Kyler Murray replacing Baker Mayfield and all that. And and I, and I, I think for the most part, that is true. Certainly offensively, that's true. It's, it's crazy to think that at the end of the day on Friday, I mean, just hours from now, basically, that Oklahoma could be completely out of the Big 12 championship game. Yeah. I mean, not even playing that last weekend. That is, um, <laughs> yeah, that 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 shakes me like a little bit just because they've just been such a big part of all these scenarios that we've been throwing out. So yeah, I was, it was yeah. the game in yeah, yeah. So uh, one one more one more point. We'll, yeah, uh, Apple Cup. If Washington wins, yep, it keeps alive until yes. the final weekend. The scenario. Yep. Uh, one oh, of the, the chaos scenarios. Yes, yes, the, that's the, the best the, one we the have. The one that would give UCF Tell a fighting people. chance. Which is essentially that that Washington State does not win the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas wins the Big 12. Northwestern wins the Big 10. And then the teams up top go undefeated. Top along three with UCF. go undefeated. What that means is that UCF is undefeated. And the challengers to them for that fourth playoff spot all have two or more losses. But all of the two loss teams are non-champions. The other three Correct. Power Five champs have at least three losses, yep. which puts the committee in a really tough spot. And to make matters worse, two of those two lost non-champions would be, assuming they'd be fourth, it'd be Georgia and LSU, yes. two teams that would wind up, you'd get a rematch with Alabama in a game that we've seen already. Yes, and so here, but here's another thing. If LSU wins, mm-hmm. then... Georgia's pretty much out because the committee's not going to put a two-loss Georgia ahead of a two-loss LSU LSU. because of the 20-point head-to-head. Same thing if Ohio State beats Michigan yes, and then Ohio State loses to Northwestern, which I think is more likely in the Big Ten championship game for Ohio State to lose it, then Michigan is basically out of the conversation because they're not going to put Michigan in over Ohio State. So, yeah, and and so I, I I think if you're the committee and you're asking the question, can I say that LSU or Ohio State is unequivocally better no. than UCF? That's that's tough. All right. So just to, let's uh, we'll come back to this playoff. There's a lot. We'll get you out of here on this one, Brad. All right. Bama, Clemson, Notre Dame win out. Northwestern wins the Big Ten. Wazoo loses tomorrow in the Apple Cup, and Texas wins the Big Twelve. Who's the fourth team? Wait. What did you say about UCF? Wins out. So isn't that what we just said? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So okay. who's, 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 who's getting in? Um, I think I think if it's um, I, I think if if LSU beats A and M and Ohio State beats Michigan in order to get there, then UCF's in. Okay. If, you say Georgia. 
I, I think if LSU loses, then I think you could make a really good case for Georgia yes. still being unequivocally better than UCF. I say UCF gets in. I don't think that I don't think UCF gets in. Okay. I think I think I think I don't know who I think it would either be Ohio State or LSU. That would okay. be terrible though to watch Alabama LSU turn around and play again in the next game. Yes, it would be awful. Yeah, we, you got to put UCF. I don't, I don't in. think I don't that's, think that's put my UCF ma- in. that's my main because point. I, I think it because that, where, where could you see Georgia other than fourth in that scenario? There, you, you'd have to put them in fourth. fourth. Alabama's still first. There's no way yeah. around it. UCF. Even though I think George is better than LSU, they did lose to him by twenty. In yeah, that's, that's, that's the, the thing, thing that screws you can't everything get around up. that. Because then that makes you, you the play, SEC you, you title play, game. You play, you play like that game on a neutral a field. You play that game on a neutral field like Georgia Auburn did in the SEC championship yep. game last year. You probably get the same result. Yep. Brad, thank you very much. I know you got places that's to go. Enough. College yeah. game day, ESPN Radio, Canvas conversation. Uh, that's that's about it. That's it. And if you watch Sports TV, Center at the right time, you Sports can Sports Center at the right time. <laughs> yeah. Thanks Numbers again, brother. We love we'll you get you before the Bulls. Thanks again to Brad uh, for coming on there. Um, just We thought we were going to have a bunch of stuff to discuss, and then the rankings, or I should say Saturday come happens. Nothing really happens in, in the top. You know, no shake-up. So uh, what, what I want to do is have Brad on for our bowl, our bowl, our bowl uh, podcast once, once the bowl games get announced. I want to do a little story time because you guys were obviously were roommates. I was going to say the one thing we, which we didn't talk about there, which I can remember, which was so funny, was 2003 uh-huh. when you had USC, uh, Oklahoma, yep. and LSU. And can you remember it coming down to, I think it was a Hawaii Boise State game, maybe late, right. late at night, where like if Hawaii won. That would mean that USC was going to go to the to the BCS championship game, uh-huh. but if Hawaii lost, it would mean LSU was going to go to the. And, and I can remember, like, like remember, they, remember Oklahoma got upset by Kansas State, but they were number one in the BCS, and they weren't going to fall. We knew USC was going to be three, was going to was going to potentially be out regardless uh, of the BCS title game. And I, I can remember, like, like the joy of like Brad, like. Crunching these numbers and figuring it out, and like Herb Vincent, who was the SID at LSU at the time, texting me like throughout the day, like, "Are we in? Are we in?" And then finally being able to say, "If you if Hawaii loses, you're in," and like that <laughs> happening, and he, it was he he like to this day like still like loves the fact that like I was like myself and Brad were the people that like told him. This is what needs to happen for you to be in the BCS, and when this happens, you're in. But it was great. We had, we had so many great stories. But remember, one night we stayed up all night. It was uh, like the, the UC the Route 66, Texas U, UCLA. Like at the time, we didn't have this massive database, and we had like a book of old polls. So we, we were like up all night one year, um, the year after 66-3, to see what like the largest margin of defeat was by a top ten team the previous year. Where they met them the following year to see if any of them had come back and won. I don't think we ever got a definitive answer, but just picture like Brad and myself with media guides spread oh out throughout God, the, the so floor, good. just going through. Hey, okay, they oh they lost by forty seven. Let's put that one on the list. And it was just no sleep, but it was worth it, even if we didn't get a definitive answer. Two thousand three, eighteenth ranked Boise State, forty five Hawaii, twenty eight. Yeah, look at you. On your game, uh, yeah. So I want to do some story time with some with some old roommates, um, but 
What are you most fired up for this weekend? Obviously, you're going to Columbus. Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah. Just, just to see if Michigan, it, it, you know, we always, for the, for the good part from, of the, of the nineties, it was Michigan. This, this was Crazy. Ohio State's home, this was Ohio State's helmet game. Yeah. And now it's Michigan's helmet game. And you're favored to win at a place that you haven't won in 2000, since, since 2000. You got Urban Meyer, as you know, is, as an underdog, has been great. He hasn't been an home underdog since his days at Utah. Um, you look at Urban Meyer, I think he's lost 10 games at home in his career. Only four of them have been by more than four points. There are a lot of historical, you, you look at, while Michigan's offense, defense rather, is great. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you, but they faced one offense this year that's in the top 35 nationally in offensive efficiency. And that was Notre Dame week one. When Book wasn't even there, Dexter mm-hmm. Williams wasn't there, so they weren't the same offense that they were now. They have fallen into a couple of really good spots for their defense. Hornerbrook, terrible. Mm-hmm. Penn State McSorley was hurt. Nebraska, I think, it was the first game back for Martinez after he was hurt. Michigan State's inept. Rutgers awful. Northwestern without Larkin, their defense has played a lot of bad offenses. Mm-hmm. And Ohio State's eighth in the country in offensive efficiency. They're going to test them. Now the one equalizer could be, and the one thing that it's holding me off on picking Ohio State, which is the side I would lean to, is the weather. If it's pouring rain like it's supposed to, that's going to limit the Ohio State passing game, I think, and that, that will make it more of a Michigan type of game because Ohio State's offensive line is terrible. They're not going to win. That, they're not going to win at the line of scrimmage between. The, they're not going to be able to run between the tackles because that, that that ain't going to happen. It would be the spread them out, one on one matchups, quick screen, all that stuff. And if if it's pouring, that's going to negate that. There's two things I, I I've watched and, I, and last week, you know, you watched that Maryland game against Ohio State, and. The offensive line for Ohio State is so inconsistent to me because there's times where they're on the same page. And 66 doing and 59. Things. Whoa. Um, but I also look at Michigan's secondary. And if they're that good, Michigan wins this game easily. As good as Ohio State's skill guys are, they still really don't separate. You know, Haskins has, has done it. I mean, that drive to tie the game at the end of regulation was as good as 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 I've seen. And it was, you talk about making throws where only the receiver can get it because the defensive back is still on him. I think it was like three or four times on that drive alone. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you mentioned the weather, but I think Michigan's secondary is is elite. And I think, oh, they I, I think they are going to blanket these guys and I think Ohio State's going to have trouble scoring. Now, on the other side, I think Michigan's going to have trouble scoring. Correct. I agree. Um, so I look at this game, I see under. Um, right now it's 56-and-a-half. I like that that's a, lot of, that's a lot of points. I like the under there. Uh, and I and if I had to pick a side, I would take Ohio State. Gosh, I remember, I remember a couple of years ago, I loved the under in this game as well, and it was a dead under in... Somehow the game got to overtime and it wound up going yep. over. Yep, brutal. Um, 
It's never under till it's over, right, Chris Correct. Andrews? Correct, Chris Andrews. Good luck to you out there. I uh, hope you're listening and feeling better. Um, but I, there's too many zeros in the loss column with all these Ohio State and Urban Meyer trends as an underdog. So if I had to pick a side, and I still might for the column, if I'm going to pick this game, I'm going to take the points because I could easily see Michigan you know, winning by one, two, three points. I, I can remember a tweet of yours from uh, the NCAA tournament leading up to the, I believe it was the, I can't remember if it was the first round or the second round. I think it was the second round. Okay. And you had a tweet of things I haven't heard this <laughs> over the last couple of days. And it was like whomever and all of them won. Yeah. Have you heard anybody pick Ohio State to win this game? Outside of you. Has anybody, have you heard anybody? Uh, I heard Reese Davis doing an interview this week where he just kept bringing up the things that along this line that he hasn't heard and how Michigan has been as close as possible and they have, they've had serious issues closing this game out. So I think Reese is, is with me with Ohio State. Um, but to your point, um, no. I I I haven't official or official picks. No, I haven't heard. Did you have you ever have imagined Ohio State being the the contrarian pick in this game? Never. Well, from what was what was it? Ohio State minus nine at the start of the yeah. year. I think it was. Now they're a freaking dog. By, by the way, Wazoo I think was a fourteen point dog mm-hmm. in the look ahead line on the Apple Cup yeah. as well. So there's a couple, a couple of scary ones swings. out there. Um, it's uh. I'll I'll tell you another one that no one is picking is is USC to cover. Oh, that number I think opened up, I think, at 8. Now it's up to like 11, 11 and a half in some spots. If you hopped on Notre Dame Dame minus the 8 early, you you want to take take some back, you got a nice field goal middle right now. Nice. Uh, That game scares me. Um, I was, you know, I like Notre Dame, but man, you talk about not hearing a person. Here, here's 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 another question I'd, I'd love I'd love I'd love a man on the street. Uh, I love doing those. If you were a USC fan, mm-hmm. would you rather a beat Notre Dame to keep them out of the playoff, or b fire your head coach? A. That, as, as, that, I, see, here's that, one thing: I don't think USC fans hate Notre Dame anymore. I don't think they do either. I they think, don't. and I think there's a lot of that. Their head coach right now, which correct. So, um, which I, I, I hate. I, I hate it's someone's job, but you don't really want to joke about it. And no, they're they're they're. I mean, they are. They've had it up to their eyeballs with with some of the bad performances. Off of a Pac-12 championship and, and a, Rose, and Bowl a Rose Bowl win, like with, with a bunch of injuries and a true freshman starting quarterback. It's crazy, man. I was that. Look at where we are there. And you beat the Bobby team. Petrino had the Heisman Trophy winner a couple of years yep. ago. Yep. Like, <laughs> good. Mike McIntyre was the AP Coach of the Year yep. two years ago. Man, like, who wants to be a coach these days? Me? Yeah? Yeah. You do. Six zeros in the paycheck, guaranteed <laughs> money. Stress every day. I have stress every day now. Nah, not like that. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's I don't care who you are. You're you're feeling that stress. Uh, all right, let's get to some picks. Um, yeah, more picks. 
More picks, more picks, more picks. Uh, Friday. Uh, where do we go here? I don't know. Cincinnati. Is that not Friday? Cincinnati is Friday. 19 point, 19, 19 and a half against the Pirates. Uh oh, you're, well, I'll go, while, while, while you're looking. No, I got, I got, got, I, got, it, I, got okay. I forgot. It's the game's at Cincinnati. Yeah. I was looking for Cincinnati and visiting. Uh, Cincinnati hosting East Carolina. My man, Holt Nailers, just balling out against UConn last week. 55, double nickel, uh, for the Pirates. You mentioned the Pirates need a win for the season win total. They're 19 and a half point underdogs. The over under is 50 and a half. I think Cincinnati gets back on track offensively. I think East Carolina scores enough points. And I like the over in this matchup between the Pirates and the Bearcats. Speaking of overs, yeah. Cincy Temple, is that one of your over? We needed to pay homage to one of the worst defense. I, I almost gave out Temple. They're a 30 and a half point I, favorite. I am right there with you. <laughs> they, they're good. Temple's going to score 56 probably minimum. Look at. Now, now this is what's crazy. Temple's offense looked as good as anybody against UCF in a primetime spot on a Thursday night. And then they in really a struggled last week. Enormous spot. Enormous spot. Can you imagine what that offense could do against UConn? And they're not even a quote unquote great offense. Right. You know? But the mixture of, of running the ball and like they might just say, you know what, let's just get out of here with a win. You know, so that's what scares me about giving thirty. Yeah, I, I think Collins. UConn I, might be able to score one or two touchdowns. I, I think there's there's a little bit of a, a satisfaction for a lot of these schools in the north in the northeast to really just crush UConn because like, they have a good girls basketball program. Well, they do. Hoops team off men's basketball team off to a good start as well. Oh, but, I've heard from like, them. they they are at the bottom. It's kind of like. Some of like the Big Ten schools when they play Rutgers, yep. they just want to absolutely crush Rutgers to like keep anybody from New Jersey even considering going to Rutgers. I think it's kind of the same team on a same thing on a smaller scale with okay. UConn. Like, why the heck would you want to go there when we're beating them by forty points? All right. I, I think point. it's a little bit of, of, of the same thing. So, All right, I don't know. I, gosh, I still might give that Temple minus thirty and All a right. half. Uh, well, you have they score fifty score fifty six. That, that, that'll probably be a Back cover. to the American uh, over Cincinnati, East Carolina, 50-and-a-half. Lay it. I, I, I touched on uh, a Big Ten team before. We, we hit Maryland, 13-point dog at Penn State. I know it, it's easy to think that they're going to be absolutely deflated after last week's game, but if they haven't, kids, if they, if they haven't given up on the that. season yet, they ain't giving up no. against James Franklin in State College on Saturday either. Uh, Penn State has been a terrible double-digit favorite this year, uh, and they covered that game at Illinois. But the last couple of times, they've I think they've lost. I think they've lost outright actually the last uh, few games that they've been a uh, a, a double-digit favorite. Which, yeah, what last year sixty-six-three they beat him. You don't think there's going to be a little bit oh, of a that's, payback? Uh, that's what I was going to check. Yeah, last the last there was a couple yeah, late yeah. ones. Oh yeah, which was what the case was with Michigan last year, and nearly going in again. But yeah, sixty-six-three mm-hmm. last year failed to cover each of the last three games as double-digit favorites versus the Big Ten. Maryland still a ton to play for to get to a bowl game. Uh, I know it's McSorley's final home game. They'll want to send him out with the win, but offensively they struggle this year. 
I think they're going to have a lot of problems with that mission, that Maryland offense, that running game as well. Give me the Terps plus the uh, the thirteen, and maybe you can find a, uh, a, a a rogue thirteen and a half out there still as well. Yeah, there's definitely some thirteen and a halfs out there. Man, I would love to see Maryland win this game. Obviously, we have them for season win total over, but just for them to go to a bowl game, um, it'd be really cool. Uh, but yeah, sixty six three. These are two quarterback runs, by the way, by Penn State with three minutes left. Tommy Stevens or McSorley? Tommy Stevens. Yeah. You know, just just getting a little quarterback run in there against the Terps uh, in a fifty two to three game. But um, yeah. Uh, Penn State's offense, hmm, I don't know. I don't know if my man McSorley's all right. Uh, I hope he is because uh, I love him, um, but we'll see. Uh, that's that's really an interesting game and plenty on the line for win totals and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think we are good. Oh. You were going to Saturday. I think no, no, there's the one of- more on Friday. <clears throat> And it's Virginia at Virginia Tech. Last year, I gave this out in Virginia, and it was the right side. I don't care what anyone says. And they just couldn't score. To the 10-0, right? Yeah, they couldn't score. You want to talk about some some want. I think they can can score this year. You want to talk about some want to win? This is going back. Barry, you talk about some want. 2003. The last time the Wahoos got this, done. and they were favored. They were they were favored a couple of years ago in, in Lane Stadium. Yes, lost. I got it. I got I, it. I think Virginia Tech might have needed that game for a bowl, if I remember. I think you're right. And they need to win out to get to a bowl this year too. Uh, I got to go back, and I, 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 I'm going back for some, some, some money that was mine left on the tables. <laughs> uh, Virginia minus four. Um, I just think, like I said, the want the. You know, we talk about how there's, you know, a lot of ugly games this week. You know, Brad talked about what was the top three teams are all playing unranked teams, obviously double-digit favorites. Um, I The mindset of that underdog, no, and I know those kids didn't play in all, you know, 15 games, but to know what it's like and to be that close last year and to know you're better this year, I know they're on the road, but I I'll I'll lay the four Does with the Wilds. Does that matter here. though, with how poor the Virginia Tech defense has been this year? I hope not. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I just but there, what I'm trying to say is there's no measuring the want correct that you'll have out of oh, Virginia. Oh no, I this, totally you know? agree. And and, and and I and I think I'm not sure. While I don't think the want on the other side is going to be as great as the want on that one. Yeah, especially just gosh, if they if they made there you go, just hunger. Miami was able to put thirty something on the board on them last week without poor the the Canes offense has been lately. I it, yeah I I I like the the Cavs. Uh, Wahoos Chris Long get it done minus four. Sir, go. Utah State nearly lost to Colorado State and that reversed overturned long Hail Mary touchdown. It shouldn't have been that close. I. I while yes, they probably did look ahead in that game to the game they really need to win uh, this week at Boise. They shouldn't have been in that situation, but I, I think how close they came to losing last week showed that they clearly didn't have their focus on that game. Looking ahead at Boise, three point underdog on the blue turf. 
I know Boise beat Fresno as a home dog uh, to put themselves in a position to get to the Mountain West Championship game again. Fresno had that game seemingly under control. They're up 17-3 before it all went bad, and they kind of took their foot. I don't want to say took the foot off the gas, mm-hmm. but I, I think they thought they had the game under control with that defense. Uh, Utah State's offense, I think, is more dynamic than, Bo- than Fresno State's offense. I think if they get in that position, if they are able to get up on a Boise uh, defense, which has lost some guys to injury this year, I don't think they'll let up. I think they'll keep going with love just because of, they don't want to let Boise back in the game. Correct. Um, Utah State's in a position to win to get to the conference title game, which that doesn't happen often there. No. Without Boise, has dominated this league. Uh, I'm going to take I'm going to take Utah State plus the three. Are you at Boise setting up a Fresno Utah State Mountain West Championship game? Better team. I think Utah State. State I think Utah team. State is a better team. That's a great point by the the look ahead. Like because I had them circled last week, just knowing how bad Colorado State's been, and I'm like, I'm glad I laid off, even though we didn't have a successful week for the first time all year. Um, but yeah, that was that was real interesting to me. Uh, I'm just glad to watch a game Saturday that we got some defense. You know, mm-hmm. Boise plays some defense yeah, now. You know, back on the blue, that's going to be interesting, man. It's like the old big brother that you keep knocking. And trying to get shots in on. Yep. And, uh, they answer every Utah time. Utah State, if you just think about how, if Michigan State doesn't figure out that last couple drives, yep. they're, they're, probably, they're looking right at UCF. I was going to say, they're, ne- they're right there with UCF. It'll be inter- would it be, mm. I think UCF would probably still be ahead of them because I think last year still matter, matters for, I think their perception, they're still, they subliminally, they can't help but know they're on a 23 game winning streak, but it would be, it would be a good debate. Yeah. Uh, so that's three, uh, Utah State plus three. Um, a couple others I was just looking at. Colorado, I don't think has a chance at Cal. I just that's just a bad, bad scene. Um, we talked about uh, LSU A and M with Brad. Um, I I kind of like Arizona State in the Territorial Cup, and that's that's like suicide betting that game. That's like a total. That, if you well, just go back and look at it. like you want to talk about an underdog. It's like the that run the Holiday Bowl had in the two thousands, <laughs> like double digit dogs just winning on the field like no other. This game is as crazy as it gets. Uh, really interested to see the both of these coaches handling of this game and see how these teams come out because I could see Herm just letting it fly, and you know someone's going to let it fly. Uh, Arizona could not have looked worse um, up in Pullman last week. But, you know, what's key is we used to do uh, Bear at, at Stanford, Cal Week. We would play Washington State the week before. And, you know, you come in on Sunday, you watch the game you just played, and then, you know, you get, you know, not really much on the coming week. You would wait for that on Tuesday morning. Sunday, we would never watch the Washington State film. We would just come in, let's get ready for Cal. Mm-hmm. So, like, you think about someone with a new program, like, hey, this is how I do things, you know. And Herm, who God only knows what's going to get in, but I can guarantee you his number one thing when he took this job is he knows he has to beat Arizona. Yep. And I just think it'll be really interesting to see this. these two teams. Obviously, they're not in the rankings or anything, but you two schools that hate each other, this is, this is awesome. And the underdog, 
always seems to have that the better hand here. Uh, but I, I, I like Arizona State here. I think they're pretty darn good offensively. Did, if Wilkins is right, they got plenty of toys to play with. Did, did we not say last week how much that line stunk? Oh. Or did we not say how much that line stunk? Oregon totally dominated the game, and you got that play in the end zone with, oh, with Harris. Or Oregon was so much the right side in that game, and they didn't cover. Cost us our first week under 500. Right. It's, it's, it's bound to happen. Not for nothing. Um,. What else you got? You uh, hold on. I thought I saw something written on your pad. Are you calling an old girlfriend, an old ex? Yeah, I I, I couldn't make it through the season without re- reconnecting with an old friend who lives in Bloomington, Indiana. You up? I I I I, I couldn't help it. I, I needed to to dial up the old Hoosiers and. Say, you waited all season. Week I, I, I couldn't stay away. Like, wow! I, I know you need a little bit of a lift to to get to a ball game. I just wanted to call and say hello and see how you're doing. And I know you're a, a home underdog this week in the in the bucket game. And I, and I really think you got a great shot to win this week. Final straw. This is it. Uh, Indiana football and the bear. But seriously, Purdue. After blowing that lead, triple overtime, totally gassed on defense. I know Indiana had the game at Michigan last week that they were in for a a good amount of time. Uh-huh. But winner goes to a bowl, loser doesn't produce since that win over Ohio State. Really, I can't. his fortunes have fallen south. Um, Indiana, hello, how are you? <laughs> Uh, I just want like getting four. You were four there. You were there for that night against Ohio State, and they've won one game since, and that was a pretty lucky. And that was the Iowa, Iowa game that they really easily could have lost. But for all that, they Purdue possibly might not go to a bowl game. I know that's amazing. You, you look, look at all look at all their losses. The first three losses of the year easily could have won all of them. Every game uh, last week. Easily could have won Michigan State game. They easily could have won. Yep. There's another another game in there that they lost. That it was it was a I think a fifty fifty type game too. I forget. Eastern Michigan, Eastern, Missouri. Well, the first three, yeah, Missouri yeah. Uh, overturn in the uh, replay in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, smoked by Minnesota. Um, but yeah, like of all that you think about with Purdue, and that's why I think he has to take the Louisville drop, right? Well. It, it, it depends. In that division, you're in a division now with some guys coming back next year, and you're looking at a league that Northwestern just won that side of the bracket. And you're telling me we can't, yeah, play and, and potentially do the same thing that they're doing. Are you gonna rather stay there, or you want to go to a place that you're gonna have to deal with Clemson every every week? And Florida State's gonna get better. You want to go to yeah, that, but you I also you have to go, confidence you, you, in myself. I want to worry about one team. Big Ten, there's way, way, way okay. too many other factors. I know the money. I, 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 yeah, I think where they are right now, it's easier, it it's easier for him to play for a conference championship where he is right now than it is at Louisville where you're – But it, Maybe they get then, rid of all divisions in, in conference. We, we, I was going to say that would be great if they, took, if they took them up on our idea. Yeah. We'd like that. We would. <laughs> uh all right, well, Bear's going back. Late night Texan with his old boo. 
Boo and in Indiana. Um, we mentioned Notre Dame, SC, like office pool. Like I can't take USC. Like I just can't do it. You laying it? Yeah. You laying the eleven? Don't care about the big move. I don't. All money's good money. I don't. I, I think they are legit, man. Um, Ian Book is a huge. You talk about a kid that execute and those receivers, and that's why like. I don't. I don't look ahead too much, but those guys are a problem on the outside, and I don't care who if it's Clemson, if it's Michigan, if it's Alabama. By Talk the, about moving the chains. The size of those wide receivers Notre Dame has is is a huge factor. By the way, I was I shouldn't say shocked because I shouldn't be shocked by anything, but the reaction to people on Sunday when when Matt, when Matt Barry had said something about. Notre Dame and, and Clemson, or whatever it was, and I said, he was talking about how Notre Dame is legit and, and pro- finally proven themselves, and I said, so you'll be taking them plus double digits against Clemson in the Orange Bowl, and the reaction by some people that like were like appalled that I would suggest that Notre Dame was going to be a double-digit dog against Clemson, I'm like... It Salmon's told us last week they were a double digit dog. I guess and, they didn't listen and to the they podcast. Still are a double digit dog. <laughs> now, if you think you love Notre Dame plus the eleven and a half or twelve or eleven that they're going to be, by all by all means, send send it in. And the reaction by a lot of people made me think that that's going to be one. If that is the number, it's going to be one way action on Notre Dame. And if you're like Clemson, you just wait. You just wait. Just like. In 2012 with Notre Dame and in Alabama. In Alabama. Ended up at 10, I believe. <laughs> it was over in the first two minutes. Um, you, you know you know what's not going over? What? My Old Dominion season win total. R. And I'm kind of pissed about it. You can't be kind of pissed. You're either they, pissed he, he, here Here is their season. Oh, I <laughs> You beat Virginia Tech as a 28-point dog. Mm-hmm. You beat North Texas, who's 8-3. You lose fifty-two to ten to Liberty, who's four and six. Correct. You lose thirty-seven thirty-five to three and seven East Carolina on a field goal with forty-six seconds left. You lose twenty-eight twenty-five to four and seven Charlotte, who just fired its head coach. <laughs> you had an extra point blocked, and you went for two twice. That's how you. Assuming they beat Rice, they're going to land on five. Okay. I'm kind of mad about my, my my Wyoming win total too. Yeah, that's. They should win this week in New Mexico, and that's going to put that. that's going to put them at six. All right. you, know, you know, you know why they aren't going to go over the six, six, six and a half, because they lost seventeen thirteen to Hawaii with the backup quarterback allowing a touchdown with a minute and a half to go in the game. So you are like fully pissed, not? Yeah, I, I had some time to do, to do a little digging. <laughs> Where, see, I, I, I went, only knew. I went through some conference odds to win conferences. Oh, I, uh... FIU was a hundred to one. Mitch and Paulie had uh, Bruce Marshall. He, I think he has that ticket. Yeah, I think he does. Hundred to one, and they're a dog this week. Dog against home Marshall. dog against Marshall. Wazoo was seventy-five to one at South Point to open. Hundred to one at Westgate on August twentieth to win the Pac-12. They can, they can not do that four-letter word it again in the Apple Cup. They're going to be favored against Utah in the Pac-12 title game. And you could be holding a hundred to one. Pitt was sixty to one to win the ACC. Northwestern fifty to one to win the uh, the Big Ten. Wow, wow. Um, you know what game I'm kind of fired up to watch? 
Tennessee Vandy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> winner, exactly. win, winner goes through a ball, loser stays. Balls need the, need the win to get to six. We, One we of my over favorite well. videos on the internet. Uh, Vandy fans, please uh, tweet it at me. I, I lost it. Is a couple years ago when they upset them. It's it's the Vandy Frats, and they're just playing Rocky Top over and over. And there's three guys with keg cups that are trying to dance, and they just keep playing Rocky Top over and over after Vandy beat them. It's easily one of my favorite videos on the internet. Um, Tennessee quarterback injury update. You got anything for me? I haven't seen anything. I, I Didn't look seen good. Garantano questionable. Yeah. If that if he's out, I mean that's that's a steal. I think Vandy plus three and a half. Um, or I'm sure. I'm sorry, Vandy minus three and a half. Uh, I think they're better senior quarterback. Um, they're they're just more balanced than Tennessee, and Tennessee has been really really above my expectations the last couple of weeks, and uh, that's a credit to that coaching staff. Um, um, in the offense court, that's that's Cole, uh, Clay Helton's brother, right? mm Hmm. Tyson Helton, right? Yep. Getting that offense going with not a lot to play with. Um, but I like Vandy, uh, minus three and a half there. Two teams there with everything to play for. I can't here's wait. A, here's, an be inter- awesome. here's an interesting game right here that Middle Tennessee is a small home dog mm. against UAB, who the game, I don't want to say the game means nothing because people fell into that trap with Northwestern last week. But UAB's in the conference title game, short favorite. Middle needs the game to go over their season win total as well to get to eight. Just something worth wow. watching. Who do you got in the rematch between Liberty and New Mexico State? <laughs> Liberty, New Mexico State, part two. Can you imagine? Actually, you don't have to. Imagine. You don't have to it's imagine. It, it, it uh, Liberty got roughed up last week at Auburn. Yep. I'm worried they got dinged up too much. Uh, New Mexico State. What's oh. that line? Eight and a half. Who's getting New Mexico? The boys from Las Cruces. This is at L- it's, Liberty. It's at though, Liberty. Right? It's home, a, home and it's, home. It's a home and home. Yeah. The, right. I, I don't know if this is the conference. I'll take the eight and a half. Yeah. <laughs> the conference. No, they're, they're, they're not in a conference. So I, the independent conference. Yeah. I, oh I don't, I don't man. Know. I, I, give, give, give me, give me, give me Liberty. Or give me mm. debt. Uh, what else? Oh, I. You got. You can't take Louisville. I know it's a rivalry game. Oh, Louisville's you can't the, take Louisville. Louisville's the only side you can take. You can get the only side you can take is Louisville. All right, we world's disagree. on Kentucky. I'm taking Kentucky. I don't care. Your boys. Your boys taking Louisville. You? No, not me. Who's my boy? Your boy. I got a lot of boys. The the the, the Herbie? No. The the dirty Terp. Mm, your boy Van Pelt. You don't think no, so? No, I don't think so. Yeah, that, that 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 marriage is over. I don't think so. By the way, I got a, a text like immediately after the uh, the Air Force Wyoming game from a buddy of mine who's friends with Dustin Fox who called the game. Yeah, and he's like, if Air Force Wyoming, he's like, and Dustin loves the bad beats. He, yeah. He's totally down with. Oh, with he got Scott it the show, and he's like, he's going to be so disappointed if it. How about that? That was unbelievable. But it's the right. It play. was the right play. The only way you have a chance to win is to. Get the ball back. Unbelievable. And then just to see Air Force try and throw the ball. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. That's why I said, who are they playing this week? Oh, they're playing Air Force, Thursday. Air Force State. Colorado, Colorado State. Colorado, Colorado yeah, State. Made, I, and they need to win is a double-digit dog to go over. 
Actually, not as double-digit dog as a uh, no. big favorite. They'll go over. Air Force will not throw a pass in the first half. That's my prediction. Will they throw a pass at all? They might just that get would be it. double. They up. Might, I would double. You know, up on I, it. I was going to say I might consider laying the points with Air Force here. Coming off of that, they both Air Force the way they one of your sandwich spots. Yeah, yeah just kind of sandwich end of season spot. Like that was you, you showed last week at home, nearly pulled the upset, and now you're going on the road after pacing pass happy up tempo. You got to face triple option now. Yeah, in what's going to be their last Good game of the year. By you. I might consider throwing that one. Air Force is Colorado Springs, right? Yes, sir. Whoa, fifty-eight degrees. Be beautiful. I was hoping weather. I love seeing that snow. Wyoming Air Force. That was great. Couple uh, of, couple of other. Trends. Go going. ahead. Let's go. Because I'm out, I'm all out. You're out. I'm tapped out. I like Wisconsin a little bit. Under under Clay Helton, USC one and eleven. That's both straight up and against the number as an underdog. As an underdog, they were a double digit dog twice. Lost those two games to Ohio State and Alabama by a combined seventy six to thirteen. Give me the Irish. Kinda agrees with your Irish. Although o- I got one for you. Keep going. Oklahoma State. Two and ten against the number. Last twelve games as a favorite. One and eight against the number. Last nine games as a favorite in Big Twelve play, and they failed to cover the last four times after pulling an outright upset as they did. Now that's a that's a Holdrenow spot if you if you're taking the Horn Frogs this week. But the numbers Yikes. suggest Oklahoma State could be a little bit of a letdown. Duke big favorite this weekend. 2-13 and 13 against the number in their last 15 games as a favorite in ACC play. Yeah, I don't like that. I got a, I got a uh, number on Clay Helton for you. Clay Helton has lost two home games as the head coach of USC. They're his last two home games. I was going to say, I know, I know one was the Arizona State game. And Cal. And Cal. Just, just for the people. How about a guy chipper last week? Big win. I... I Take we, it we, easy we, this we, week, Chipper. We were we were joking around like like Kirk was saying like Chip was probably more excited that I picked UCLA to win on the board and they won than he actually was the fact <laughs> that they won the game. That's so true. Uh, we'll take it easy though this week, Chipper. Be careful. Please. All right, we got to play Cal next week. We'd like to go into bowl season red hot. Uh, I started well, looking at Foster Farms Bowl, maybe Vegas no. Bowl, maybe. They got Arizona. I've been Sun Bowl, at, El Paso? No, 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 no. We already went there two years ago, and we went to the Alamo. That's out. Here's what I'm thinking. This could be a possibility. Vegas, right now they have Arizona State, so maybe we need Arizona. That would screw one of our picks, though. Uh, or the Cheez-Its Bowl in Phoenix. I could use a quick. Is that the former Insight.com Bowl? Yeah, Is that what I believe it? so. But I think they play it right in Phoenix at the Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks place. place. Yeah, I could use... A quick two-day trip, day after Christmas to Phoenix, Scottsdale. Can you feel me? I'm never turned out. Where are you going to be the day after Christmas? Day after Christmas, I will probably be flying to uh, Miami, or I'm, I'm assuming game day is going to be in Miami as opposed to Dallas. I don't know that for a fact, but I'll be flying to wherever okay. our game day show is going to be uh, that weekend. And then, if we're not in the spot of the game that Kirk and Chris will be calling, I'll do what I did a couple of years ago. I'll go. Mid leave show, fly from wherever game day is to the to the game, which will be the other semi that they'll be calling. If it's not the same spot, That's then the, right. the next day we'll fly to L.A. to do the Rose Bowl, 
And then the day after the Rose Bowl, we'll go to Santa Clara and get ready for the title game because it's not a, a huge turnaround this week, this year. Are you going to be in Santa Clara for like a week? No, not really because the title game's on the 7th and the Rose Bowl's the 1st. So oh, that's it, right. it, it'd really be like five. You hang down there as much as possible. I could hang. I was going to say maybe I could take There's a. nothing in Santa I could take Clara. A, I could take a comfort day in. In Pasadena or a comfort day. How about Vegas? I was going to say a comfort day a couple of hundred miles to the northeast. Yeah. Uh, outside chance, me and the Bear will be at the Vegas Bowl together. Yeah. Put I got, it out there. Got some season win totals that I need to cash. And... Yeah. Uh, outside chance. Depending mm-hmm. on who plays, we're looking at yeah. a couple things. That'd be fun. Um, all right. Uh, money line. Money, so a money line other than the dogs. I got a rule for you. Okay, give me a rule. Money line this week has to be a double-digit dog. Okay. All right. Okay, let's find one. You did you have one already? I got one. Uh, well, I wasn't expected the, uh, expecting the... Um, I didn't know the new rule. The new rule. That's okay. We can adjust to new rules. If you didn't give out Maryland, would you take Maryland? Yes. You would? Yes. You know what's back this week? Holy war. I'm looking at Talk that. about hatred. Yeah, it is. It, it, that Utah is hatred. has got nothing to play for. You're right. Other than beating your rival. Yeah, but they want to, they want to win next week. I would take Wake Forest. Money line Wake Forest. That's not that's not a bad that's not a bad play at all. You think Nebraska can beat Iowa? Good for them, by the way, last week. Winning a game like that. Heck yeah. Absolutely. Go Huskers. Go Big Red. Um, I also got a little Maction one. You're not picking Central Michigan to beat Toledo. Are no. You? Kent State. Against Eastern against East Michigan? Yeah. See that. I'll go Wake Forest, though. I like that one. I like that one. I can't pick the the, the axe. I don't think the axe like even comes out of storage anymore. Well, there's only one axe. That's a Stanford right. axe. Paul Bunyan's axe. I'm sorry. Right. Well, the one that permanently lives forever in Madison. Yeah, that's, that's not that's not I, coming out. I of like storage. Wisconsin to roll in that game. Um, you won't take BYU. Could UTEP beat Southern Miss? I haven't paid attention. UTEP to is a 13 Miss. point dog, home dog. Southern Miss. Did you see what happened to UTEP last week? I missed first that. four possessions ended. In Actually, you know, you know, you know what? Troy is a, a, a Troy is a double digit dog at Appalachian State. They haven't been this big of a dog in a Sunball game in, in three years when they nearly upset Appalachian. Give me, give me Troy as a double digit dog. You know what? I'm going to double that up and say this is his last game as a head coach at Troy. Could be. I think Neil Brown. Lot, lot of lot of jobs opening up that he I think they kind are, of fits. There are so many. Guys, I would would love to hire if my job was open. Matt Wells. Yep. Obviously, Ryan Day. Yep. He'd probably be a little picky. He's probably got the best pick of the litter. Yeah. Neil Brown. Mm-hmm. Bill Clark. I mean, you got it, right? Maybe Nick retires and he just go, moves right over to Tuscaloosa. <laughs> I would doubt that will happen. <laughs> uh, you got another name for me? Coaches? Another name? If Baylor beats Texas Tech, that's a good money line. Well, it's not double digits. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know the rules. I made you. You, you make the rules. If Texas Tech loses, is he gone? That's tough. 
he might get saved because of the injury to Bowman? I could see NFL teams lining up to fire oh, him totally. as an offense Absolutely. You think Lincoln Riley is a coach in college next year? Yes. You do? Yes. I disagree. Because I don't. I, I think there was a period there where it looked like Jason Garrett might be on the way out. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case now. Is there probably the favorite to win the NFC East? I don't, I don't think he goes. That's just because the FBI says that. That's why you believe it. What? <laughs> So okay, so the the Reds the Redskins minus their entire offensive line and Colt McCoy at quarterback, they're gonna win the division. Colt McCoy won a couple couple years ago the, on Monday night. The, the Eagles the, that Eagles team that you saw just give up a million points against New Orleans that they're gonna Don't count the Eagles. Stop. They still play Washington twice. They could go to Dallas and win. Come on. No one in that none of those teams are good. No. You know? I heard someone trying to make a case for the Giants. Win this week, and they could. Uh, anything else? Columbus, and then you're flying out to L.A. LA yep. And then back home that night in a red, red eye? Right back. Get out of here. Absolutely. All right, so you wake up at, let's say, 7 a.m. No. no, no, no. No, no, hold on. Wake up in Connecticut Friday. I'll wake up at 4 a.m. 4 a.m. Okay. 30 flight. Friday, 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. Detroit to Columbus. Mm-hmm. Columbus. In between, again, radio show with McElroy and Zars or connection while going between flights. And DT, that'll be a fun segment. Okay. Me, all, God, let that flight not be on time. and It'll be even more chaotic than usual. All right. In Columbus Friday, go to bed mm-hmm. in Columbus Friday night. Yep. Wake up. After, 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 after a nice dinner at Giuseppe's where we watch Apple Cup. And West Virginia, Oklahoma. I might fly out. So it's going to be late. It's dude, This place is legit. All right. Look at you all happy. It's going to be great. Be a little Fra Diablo? No. No? Gnocchi here is to die for. Okay. Cacio e Pepe. You're so yeah. cultural. I try to be. Uh, all right. So then game day. Wake up 6 a.m. Yeah. Saturday. Yep. Do the show. See, yeah, seven, right to the airport. Sports, sports Center hit 725. Yep. Darian Mel seven forty five, show. Yep. Right after the show, leave. L A. L A. L A. Game at five o'clock local yep. time. Five fifteen kick. Whatever. What it is. time's the red eye? Eleven fifty, I think. All right, eleven fifty. Probably land in Hartford Sunday morning. Sunday morning, ten twenty five. Think uh, through Detroit or no, uh, no, no. I think we're going. We're going. We're going through the ATL. Oh boy, we're going through the ATL. You get one of those cubbies that you could lay down in for a couple hours. They have those. Um, there. Let's see the. Uh, let's see the, uh, the the itinerary here. No, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's ATL. Get those extra miles. Um, I need. I see, I'm going to be okay mile wise. It's going to be that MQ dollar amount. Yeah. Yeah, we're 11:04 a.m. through uh, through Atlanta. Land at 6:45 in Atlanta. Two hour window. Yep. Go to the Sky Club, clean up a little bit, grab a little breakfast. All right. And home for the Jets. Patriots at home. one. Yeah, it'll probably be on. Wow. So no one no one in America is traveling more than you between Friday AM and Sunday AM. No one. Probably not. No chance. You and got that going for you. That's what we do. Happy holidays. Same to you. Anything else we're good? Happy recap. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Forget that. 
Did, did, yeah, there was did, a did, lot did, thrown did, out did, today. Did, did the condo developer come in? Oh, good reminder. And then in a big time steamer condo picket, you can bet your condo won't. You might have to wait for for Black Friday. Wasn't pretty last week. You have to week. wait for Black Friday with that. Quarterback did get hurt, but the old steamer this week. We're going back to the Egg Bowl. He likes the favorite Mississippi State minus eleven for the old condo steamer pick. Rivalries, double digits, Playing double digits on the road. That that's the most steamer pick I've ever heard, though. <laughs> that you, 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 that you, you're either that has the feel of you're either winning by thirty, yep. or you're losing outright. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Here is my Big Mike happy recap. It's like Big Mike's favorite weekend of the year, too. Tonight, Antonio and I talk tomorrow. He'll be fired up. Here he is. Probably already left work. Are you? Are you? Are you going to go to Temple Yukon? By the way, I'm not going to Temple Yukon. I'm not. Maybe next year. <laughs> Down in Philly. Maybe the basketball <laughs> game. All right. I'm starting Thursday night over in the Egg Bowl. Mississippi State, Ole Miss, fifty nine. Friday, East Carolina, Cincinnati, over 50.5. Virginia, Friday, minus 4. Oklahoma, Friday night, minus 2.5. Washington, Friday night, plus 2.5. Vanderbilt, Saturday, minus 3.5. Notre Dame, Saturday, minus 10.5. Arizona State, yeah, we'll throw them in there. Minus 2, Saturday. And just for ha-ha's... The under and Ohio State in the game Saturday. You, sir. My money line parlay starts Thursday. You're laughing. I love it's it. My fa- it's my favorite part of the week. Is this is going to take me through the whole weekend. Starts Thursday. Sure does. Cincinnati, Ohio U, Texas, Missouri, Toledo, Georgia, FAU, Louisiana Tech. I have an addition. You should throw Air Force in there. I was going to say, you could potentially throw Air Force in there as well. Do it. Maybe maybe you play a couple of them. Maybe you do one with Air Force and one without. All right. Or you could throw it in there, and then if you, Air Force happens to lose, you got it's an early enough game where you got there time, you to, go. <laughs> time to chase. You, got to think, you get to think all Christmas dinner. Exactly. But uh, we will go Louisiana Tech minus a 10.5 against the Hilltoppers, who are dreadful this year. Uh, Utah State plus three at Boise. The Knolls plus six and a half at home against the Gators. Maryland plus 13 at Penn State. And my old friend Indiana plus four at home in the bucket game. Late night texter. Uh, all right. Well, obviously we got a lot in there. Um, want to say thanks to everybody out there. Have a great weekend. If you're listening to this, traveling, you know, doing whatever, getting dinner ready, helping the lady. Uh, Ladies, if you're helping the guys right there, uh, I know you're listening out there. Um, but we want to say thank you to all you guys because it couldn't be possible without you guys downloading, rating, listening. What else, Kyrie? Download, rate and review, rate, rate and review. review. If you guys can, if you're still listening. But uh, hopefully, we have some fun and hopefully, we do some more work after Thanksgiving and get ready for championship Saturday and bowl season. But want to thanks. Say thanks again to all you guys out there um, because it wouldn't be possible without you. Happy Thanksgiving. Bear, take us away. The less you bet, the more you lose when you win.